Hey, Ravens. It's your producer, Puppet Master N. And I have a little confession to make. This episode is not exactly fresh. We actually recorded it a few weeks ago. And uh, we spend most of this episode talking about Pokemon, actually. (laughs) It was right before the new Diamond and Pearl came out, so we spend quite a bit of time on it. But it's a great episode, and later on, we do explore some really silly indies. All right, that's all for now. Enjoy! Welcome to the Game Raven Review Podcast. I am your host, Sam. And as I am every week, joined by some very special individuals as we discuss the world of indie games. And in today's episode, we're discussing, again, the most ridiculous indies we could find. Uh, but before we get into any of that, let me introduce who I have with me this week. First, I'll start off with Puppet. Welcome back. Hi, it's so good to be back. I missed all of you so much. And you were missed. How was the vacation? Uh, it it was strange. It didn't really feel like a vacation. Um, I, for some reason, I thought, oh, I'm going to be disconnected and I'm going to have this like spiritual experience and learn how to slow down. But I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I think it's because, like, you know, I stayed at home, so it didn't really feel much different. It didn't feel like a vacation, per se. Um, but it was a really great, um, a really great time to just kind of uh, seclude myself and figure out what is next for Game Raven and everything. So I'm very, very excited. Sarah, B, and I are working on some really exciting things for Game Raven. So stay tuned. And I'm also excited to see what we have coming up for Game Raven. Mm-hmm. And last but certainly not least, we have Taz. Taz, how are you? I'm wonderful, Sam. How are you? I am doing swell. And thank you both for joining me this week. And we'll be right back with what we've been playing. See you there. back to the game raven review podcast with one of our main segments what we've been playing again pretty pretty much self-evident basically we talk about what we've been playing for the last week or so um i've been playing more demon slayer yay for me for actually playing the game this week um because free dlc came out and who doesn't like free and there are two demons um that do play differently than the other cast of characters in demon slayer in Demon Slayer, you have a two-person team, but because they are demons, they do not have another partner. So they actually just play themselves. Um, I like them. I think they're somewhat cheap. Um, I forget the name of the one that there's a spiderweb guy and then the other one who's again I'm bad with anime names because there's just so many anime people now. 
like the like the big like the the small leader spider demon you have the one that has the spider webs and you have the one that fought the flame um oh the flame hashira mm-hmm. got and it then, okay cool right i like him that's my main for now um again <laughs> the animation of this game is just again beautiful gameplay is good i sadly have run into some issues online because Saturday, I don't know if something's going on with the servers, but I kept getting kicked out of games. Um, it would join someone, then it would kick me out, and then register that as a disconnect on my end. Mm. I am plugged in with an Ethernet cord. So, like, I'm not drop Like, it's not my Wi-Fi having a problem, because I'm plugged in. So it now looks like my record is, like, 12 wins and, like, three disconnects. And I'm like, I didn't really Dang. just... Uh, Quitter, right? <laughs> That's how I feel. It's like someone's gonna look at that and be like, "You probably just quit those games." And I'm like, "No, I didn't." But also, also, hey, people, if you can, just you know, if you're playing Smash with the new Switch that now has an Ethernet port, which should have came with the game, doesn't matter. Um, please plug it in if you can. If you are able to reach an Ethernet cord to your device, it just helps with online gaming. I know Wi-Fi is very convenient. But when you're trying to hit someone with a combo and you're, it just freezes because connections are bad. It's like, oh, all right, well, I'll hit you once <laughs> this stops freezing. And it's like, oh, wait, now you got out of that somehow. Oh, well, now I'm losing. But again, it's going to take five minutes because I'm just sitting here <laughs> waiting for your connection to keep back up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having good times. Again, if you have the money and can get the ps4 version it's no different it's 10 dollars cheaper i i like cheaper things yeah that's what i've been playing um puppet what have you been playing well on my break i had lots of time to enjoy the new update for animal crossing so i restarted my island and um so i started from scratch and i love the new update Honestly, I was second guessing whether or not I should get the DLC and it comes with like Nintendo Pass um, and it's like an extra $30. And I thought, oh, my gosh, like I already spent $60 on this game and now you're asking me for another $30. Like, is it really worth it? And I was reading that some people were like upset about it. But I am extremely happy. The um, I think it's called like a vacation package. Um, Let me gosh what is it called animal crossing happy home paradise dlc it's like 30 dollars, but you also get the nintendo um pass as well and that comes with like all the sega games and all the nintendo 64 games well not all of them but a good majority of them so that's that convinced me to get it And then I started playing the Happy Home Paradise and I freaking love it because you get to travel to other islands and you get to like create these different spaces and add in all kinds of different furniture options or um, like interior stuff and exterior stuff. And it doesn't cost you anything because they just like provide all of this for you. And that made me very happy because... When I was first looking at this DLC, I thought it was like you had to pay for it with your own bells. 
And I was bummed about that because I'm like, okay, I already worked super hard on my own island and now you want me to work really hard on a different one? That doesn't make sense. But that's not true. They provide all of the furniture and stuff. And so it's a really great way to kind of see basically everything that Animal Crossing has to offer. Um, and there are items that I have never seen. And mind you, I have a little over a thousand hours in this game. So the fact that I see new things um, is is pretty amazing, actually. <laughs> um, and also, I have a garden now and I'm growing food and... Um, it's just a great time. So that's what I've been playing. Um, I've also been brushing up on my Pokemon because um, on Thursday night this week, the new um, Diamond and Pearl games come out, the remastered versions. And so I'm stoked. So uh, my best friend and I, we spent like two solid days together just playing Pokemon Sword and Shield. And uh, we just played up until, I think, the third gym, and then we battled each other, and uh, he beat me because I spent most of my time um, dilly-dallying around in the wild area and camping with my Pokemon. <laughs> Building relationships. Uh-huh, yeah, I loved the cooking and everything, but um, apparently if you just cook and play with your Pokemon the whole time, it doesn't necessarily make you a Pokemon master. Which is surprising to me, okay? <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, so it's uh, no indies really this week. Um, a little bit of Eastward, but I got kind of stuck a little bit, so I ended up putting it down, and I just have been playing Animal Crossing and Pokemon. So, that's me. Very nice. And Taz? Honestly, I haven't really changed a whole lot. I tried out uh, the Halo Infinite multiplayer that came out today uh, for an hour. Eh, no, it's all right. It's OK. There's some things that they can work on. It's a smooth game. It's fun to play. But in terms of like reward systems and stuff, like I don't get as hyped when I. When I, when I complete, you know, a, a multiplayer game, because it also has like a battle pass thing, you know, like most multiplayer games do nowadays. But like the rewards for it are kind of lame because you have to do the missions, but you can run out of missions like really quickly. But you don't get like battle packs XP from just like playing a playing a game, playing a match. Uh, you actually have to complete the missions, which I think is lame because maybe it's to prevent burnout. Maybe it's prevent like, I, I don't know. I don't know what the purpose is. I played it for an hour. It's OK. I got some good kills in. I got better as I went on, but eh, it was OK. But I want to talk about that one because I was never into Halo anyway. <laughs> um, but I've been playing uh, Kingdom Hearts uh, Final Mix. Uh, I'm working on my 100% of that. I'm going through all the syn synthesis uh, items so right now. I'm about to fight the uh, secret boss in Neverland Clock Tower. Uh, the time, the the weird ghost, phant the phantom is what it's called, I think. Um, so I've been doing that because I want to 100% all the uh, all the games. Even though some of them are worse than others um it'll still be a fun time uh because i was telling puppet actually uh as a kid i remember fighting the uh the frost titan in the i believe it's the gold match in the coliseum i remember as a kid i'd be fighting him and i would lose every time and back then like it doesn't really tell you how to like i think i mentioned this before like 
it doesn't really tell you how to use abilities or like how to equip abilities. It kind of just like, here you go. Um, so the tutorial on that was kind of lame. So I didn't I remember playing the game as a kid, not using any abilities because I never turned them on because I didn't know how to. Now as an adult, I'm all about it. I'm level 81 in proud mode. No, 82 in proud mode. Uh, it took me about about five tries, but I nailed it. It was awesome. It was a good moment for me and like little me to kind of just be like, ah, you did it finally after 20 years. Mm. Um, so that was good. And I want to fight Sephiroth here pretty soon. I haven't even beaten the game yet. And in, in, like in this current run through, I like I uh, went through Hollow Bastion, locked the keyhole. Oh, a little mystery world popped up. Haven't even been there yet. I'm like, ooh, sweet. Now I can do all this stuff. Um, so I'm doing that. Uh, but then... Also, in my regular games I play every day since day one. Uh, Konosuba, Fantastic Days, one of the greatest mobile games I've ever played, uh, is doing currently, I think it has about another week left, of uh, uh, a collaboration with the anime ReZero, which uh, I haven't watched until this, um, like, couple days before the uh, collaboration came out. Um, I started watching it, I think I'm on episode... 18 or 19 love it hate the main character because it kind of he's written that way and i'm not saying like oh bad character i'm saying great character writing makes me want to hate him um but great anime check it out i already have all three of the collaboration characters amelia rem and uh aqua dressed as uh (laughs) amelia so that's adorable that's fun uh, and it, it does a whole there's a whole like boss and it adds another arena to it. And it's it, I, I really enjoyed it. I I'm very excited to see more other like more anime collaborations with my some of my favorite anime um, and getting those polls. And uh, oh, yeah. And like Puppet was there. She was watching me as I pulled first try four star rem. Nice little maid waifu with a uh, uh, what's it called? A mace. Yeah, a mace. Yeah. Awesome. Freaking love it. First try. It was amazing. Best moment ever. Uh, so it's been a good time. It, I, I, I love the game. It's a good time. I've been raving about it every week on the podcast since it came out. Uh, but it's cool that they're regularly adding new things and keeping it fresh and keeping it solid. So um, that's what I've been playing. You've been raving about it. I've been raving about it. Yeah. I see what you did you there. Ca- yeah. You catch that? Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 also, welcome to culture. Welcome to the Reed Zero family. Thank we you. Thank you. you. Thank you. Uh, Reed Zero is a good. Again, Subaru is kind of the worst, but mm-hmm. again, I think that's again that's his character, like you said. Like that's just yeah. I was supposed yeah. to go, which you know what? Good for you, Subaru. Stay true to yourself. <laughs> but yeah, it's a good anime. Yeah, I even had like had to find a Reddit post about it. I'm like. Okay, he was kind of going through a little slump, but he he stays worse. He's staying really bad. He's a hypocrite. He sucks. Amelia told him off, and I saw a Reddit post. I got, I looked up on Reddit. I'm like, oh, everyone agrees this guy is a horrible person, <laughs> but great anime. Like, I mean, it, it, it's part of the anime. If he was, I'm tired of these like goody goody two shoes isekai characters. This dude sucks. He's a terrible person, but I love it. It it it, it works. It works out. So, so thank helps. you. Thank you for the warm welcome. It helps build the character arc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And also good characters all around him, too, for that matter. Absolutely. But Ian, thank you all for your answer, what you've been playing. And we'll be right back with the question of the week. See you there.
back to the game Raven Review Podcast with our segment question of the week. Every day in our Discord, we ask a question. Um, basically kind of see where everyone's heads at. If you would like to join our Discord, please go to gameravenreview.com and a link will be there for our Discord. The question that we pulled this week is a little bit different. It wasn't exactly the question that was asked, but I kind of wanted to see where everyone's head would be at with this question. And that question is a very deep and hopefully very honest answer that we will get from people. What is your favorite Pokemon region of starters? So you have to like all three. It can't just be, well, I like this one or that one. All three starters, what region and why? And Puppet, let's start with you. Well, I feel like the cheap answer here is um, the first generation. So, um, Kanto. But, um, you know, for nostalgic reasons, I I like... Well, okay, hold on. Hold on. I got to think about this. I have to really, really think. I have to like all three. Yeah, you have to, again, appreciate all three. You can't say... Let me see here. Like... And, and which one which one is Ferrokian or whatever yeah Gr- Greninja right like Greninja's great but nobody likes Chespin or F- Fennekin mm-hmm. like, eh. I actually liked Fennekin I, and yeah. Chespin was okay too but um, okay, so Chespin's final evolution we like that as well it's big oh I, I can't know. remember what it was hold on oh I can, I can give you that <laughs> yeah see I, I need to be able to like look at all of them for sure this is an important question. We have to make sure that we answer it. Uh, what is that? I don't remember this. Final, this. Yeah, this final evolution. I think I blocked it out of my mind, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, um, not a fan. Okay, so <laughs> not that one. Um, <laughs> it's so funny because each of them, like, I really like certain, um, certain ones, and then there's always that one that it's like really. But I think overall. I'm going to go with Sinnoh. And it's not just because I'm excited about the new games coming out. I, I, I'm happy. Like, none of the three are necessarily my favorite, but I'm happy with all of them. Like, mm-hmm. they make sense to me. You know? Um, a close second would be Hoenn, actually. Yeah. Same. Like for me, Hoenn is my number one. Um, looking at Sinnoh, Sinnoh's cool. Turk Turtwig is cute until he gets to Torterra, and I'm just like, eh, you're kind of just big and slow. Like Terra? You take a hit. Torterra, yeah. Yeah, I love that guy. He reminds me of uh the big turtle in um Avatar the Last Airbender. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I think that's why I like him, but well, like, um, I like Chimchar. Like I like Empoleon. 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 Yeah. Like those look like to me. Like design wise, I think those are just again dope. And then I look at Torterra and I'm just like, ain't that bad? Like it's fine. Again, to me, again. But if I'm looking at all three, I look at Sceptile, Blaziken, and Swampert. I I think those just hit. Like those are great mm. designs. They're mega evolutions. If they ever bring that back again, because remember mega evolutions, kids? Yeah, we had that like. A season and then it, it got replaced with Gantamax, whatever they were called. Yeah. 
Dynamax, I think, maybe? Dynamax, yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. Dynamaxing. I'm like, all right, that's fine. But yeah, like, these three to me are good. I like, again, Swampert being water, water ground, electricity can't hit it. That's great. Blazerkin is just a really cool design. I love this voice, like, Blazerkin! It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah. Big chicken. Big chicken. Subtitle is just, I don't know, just so cool. And maybe the anime also, like, helped because Subtitle was, like, a big one of actually like big Pokemon with this big like Christmas tree tail, which I always yeah. appreciated. But yeah, like for me, Hoenn is my number one outside of being again the boomer and saying, of course, Gen One is the best one because it's the one I grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like if I had to choose someone outside of Gen One, of course, it's gonna be Hoenn. Gen Two, which is Johto, can be F tier because it is. you know for nostalgic reasons i i like it just because you know that was gold and silver were legit games and crystal version i it was like i really enjoyed them a lot and i think it was just probably because they were suddenly colorful and had like so many different aspects to them that the previous game didn't um but i will always think cyndaquil is just so cute (laughs) Cyndaquil is cute. Has no eyes. He's always happy. I'm not sure oh, which true. one. And but... Apparently, he's a mouse. I did not know that. He's a no, really. He's a mouse. Again, oh, interesting. Huh. Iron mouse Pokemon. I thought he was always like a little ant eater or something. Weird. Oh, let me see his other evolution because Pokemon sometimes is weird. No, they don't give any other thing besides his like I guess rookie. Me using Digimon yeah. terms here, but his yeah. first evolution they say Fire Mouse Pokemon. Interesting. Well, I know Typhlosion was really cool. Um, for Hoenn, Mudkip was always my go-to because of what you mentioned. Mm-hmm. Like his final evolution was ground and water. So um, it's a it's a legit combination. And even so, I you know I was recently playing um, Sword and Shield. I really like the combination of the um, the different types. And it really helps you kind of decide like what your team is because before I'm the kind of trainer where I like to balance my team with all the types so that no matter what type I am battling against, I can somehow have an advantage. Um, And before you could only have like six types really, but now you can have up to 12 different types because of the combination of types. And there's some really interesting ones. Um, and it's it's super helpful, but it also makes type advantage super complicated. So, mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think uh, was let's see, were there type combinations in Johto? I don't think so. Not in the starters. Was it Hoenn that first had type combinations? Maybe. It looks I think like it, it was. Um, yeah, Torchic or. Blaziken was fire fighting, and then Swampert was water ground. Poor Septile was just, just grass. Just grass, yeah. But his Mega Evolution did get to be part dragon, so yay. Oh, yeah, that would make sense, yeah. Huh. And then from there, yeah, everyone seems to kind of have like a combination, usually. Yeah. Poor Oshawa. Just... <laughs> Poor, Poor Oshawa. I know. Poor Oshawa. Your final evolution is just so disappointing. I know. Uh, but as me and Puppet um, continually talk here, um, Taz, 
I'm sorry, I'm not as like well versed in. I'm like searching. I'm like, Jen, like, where are these cats from? Which generation? Okay, then what gener? What region is that gener? My bad. I'm not as well versed. Um, similar along the same lines, though. Uh, I think my favorite, if I'd agree on all three, were has to be the Sinnoh region. Um, loved all three starters, all their evolutions. Uh, I loved in Detective Pikachu when you have a uh, the torterra is like a literal mountain love that <laughs> even though it's a little it's modified but it's still cool um love that and i always kind of people identify me as a turtle sometimes so but yeah. i was always a i always chose a chimchar loved my fire starters love those cats um and uh infernape infernape was was some hot fire you i loved his character design lo- loved it. it was great um but it it's come like a close second would be the uh the Hoenn region all because very polar opposite of puppet hate mudkip i just there's something about like it's i don't even know what it is like How? it looks like some big swamp monster at the end i'm like he is a swamp monster it it drives me nuts <laughs> i i mean a blaziken and uh and and uh a, a septile? Sept- septile cool freaking cool and then he got this freaking thing <laughs> just like meh i'm like man you, you you're lame you're lame so oh my god it, on, a, on a visual sense that's why i don't even like and i like the like the first evolution starters of sword shield hate their third gen evolution it 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 it's scary it's weird no not a fan i can go off but uh <laughs> which one's sword and shield you said I love the little cute. They're so cute. Loved it. Like they're all adorable. Little tadpole. Little little monkey with a stick. Little uh, little rabbit. And then they got weird. Um, didn't have to go that route, but they did. So I couldn't. I feel like in the Galar region, like they just became so humanoid. Mm-hmm. Some of them, and it's like, ooh, this is weird. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You can cuddle up next to your little tadpole, but when it comes to become a whatever the third gener- like third evolution is can't really do that because that's a person yeah right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no even like the second evolu- like the second stage i just mm. it looks like um sobble turns into this like teenage punk Emo dude yeah. <laughs> score bunny turns into this like anime teenager, yeah, teenager. Just, yeah. and then grookey is like this jock dude who's yeah, kind of awkward yeah. like <laughs> yeah it was kind of weird it was kind of weird yeah, because I always loved like was it Raboot or whatever or Rabu. Again, mm-hmm. like, does he have? Do you have pockets? Like, your hands are in like your <laughs> Where side. Where you put your hands in? <laughs> You're not a kangaroo or something, are you? Like, it's your evolution to get clothes. You have clothes. Are they just clothes? <laughs> like, like he has like little pockets. Like he has pockets in the front of him. Like there's a pouch here. So maybe it's a pouch. Maybe like a kangaroo. I don't know. But yeah, when you start getting the third evolution, like Cinderace to me is fine. Like I mm-hmm. like Cinderace. I think that one's cool. And Teleon just just no. It looks like a creeper. Mm-hmm. And then was it Raboon, the grass type? That's fine. Like like I don't know. Like when I see his gigant oh his thing is called Gigantamax and he gets like drums. Like where those drums come from? Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Like, and your evolution confuses me where you're getting clothes and very human. You have legs. Like, if I put this in a hoodie, you wouldn't know any difference. Like, oh, that's just <laughs> right? a regular hoodie, I guess. 
No one can say one word. Yeah. Okay, here's a question. Yes. Which generation is your least favorite? Oh, I think I already expressed that. Um, Gen 2. Um, again, Canal Kick Rocks. Um, <laughs> I just, I don't like, like, their evolutions to me just don't inspire me at all. Like, uh, Chikorita's final evolution is just bigger Chikorita with, like, a flower petal around its neck. Typhlosion is kind of just bigger Cyndaquil with, like, eyes finally. Hmm. Um, Gator is just bigger Totodile. Like, there's nothing, like, design-wise that is, that's happening that I'm like, oh, that's actually kind of neat. Versus, like, mm. again, I posted in our Discord here, like, Mudkip's, like, Mega Evolution, like, look how swole he is. Look, look how <laughs> swole my Swampert is over here. Yeah, yeah. Like, that's a big, that's a big, big boy. Big boy. <laughs> and I don't like, the, I see these designs, I see Blaziken, I see Sceptile, like, I... I can see where these Pokemon came from and see the natural progression of them being a cooler Pokemon versus like their younger, or younger, like their first level. While again, like Gen 2, just like it's, there's nothing really happening here for me. Nothing really mm. changed. Cyndaquil, I guess you get fire on your neck instead of your back now. Like cool. I guess. Again, if you like Gen 2, that's fine. That's totally fine. You have every right to do so. These are my opinions. My least favorite is going to be I'm looking at the rest of them. Probably two. Like you, like uh, Taz said, like Sword and Shield, they're fine. Like, I kind of like Cinderace enough to give them a pass. Which one is this? Sun and Moon? That's fine. Like, You know, Sun and I have to say, Sun and Moon is my least favorite. And I say that with Decidueye being one of my favorite Pokemon, but I just, I don't know. I just think the, like, Rowlet's kind of cute, but, like, Litten, I was so excited there was going to be a fire cat, and then you gave us Litten. Seriously? <laughs> he looks so dumb to me. I don't know. And then Poplio, like, what are you? Are you, what's happening? Are, are we in a circus, or are we at a beauty pageant? <laughs> like, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. And Incineroar just I don't know. It's too much masculine energy for me. I'm saying, I'm not, I don't know. Incineroar is something you don't want to type with the safe search off. No. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like Again, I, he's I don't humanoid. Know. It's like I mm, I've seen this on things. <laughs> like I don't that's Yeah. I'm playing Smash though. Like again, Decision <laughs> why I like cuz again he's kind of edgy in a way he has again he has a hoodie i like hoodies on most characters so that to me is fine poplio again this old tired joke like you just evolve into being just lady gaga which is fine as well i like lady gaga <laughs> like it's just it's a lot happening here from your middle evolution that looks kind of not great either like you just get a skirt yeah, like it just looks like it's from some cartoon back in the 30s. Like I don't know. It just it looks strange. Did I say 30s? Were there cartoons in the 30s? No, there wasn't. Wait, sure. what am I think there were? I'm thinking no, of not. like early early like um Steamboat Willie. Like <laughs> That's kind of like what I it makes me think of. But um yeah, and I I don't know, the middle evolution is just very disappointing to me. Like Dartrix who 
who decided on this? Like Decidueye and Rowlet, they look like they're part of the same thing. And then you've got Dartrix, completely different colors, like completely different like feather styles and everything. Like it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know who is in charge, but I should have been. And I wouldn't have <laughs> chosen that. <laughs> Again, going oh. through the teenagery stage of like whatever mom like flips his hair. Because he has like <laughs> a one little hair thing in the front of him. Right? Um, yeah. Also, also, FYI, the first cartoon ever was in 1908. So hey. Oh, oh hey, yeah. cool. Well, there you go. I I restate in the 30s. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, um, Taz, who is your least favorite grouping? Uh, yeah, definitely the latest generation. Adorable, very cute first, like first stage of evolutions. And then it kind of got weird. So not not <laughs> a fan, not a fan. Almost pretty. I kind of almost blame it for me to stop playing the game because it was just. Why am I telling this grown fish what to do? Like, I don't know. <laughs> This grown man fish who <laughs> looks like he knows way more than I do. This grown grown ass <laughs> man fish that like can easily just be like turn around and be like, no, you 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 uh you do tackle. I want to be back here. I'm the trainer now. Like, right? okay, okay. I mean, I I wouldn't argue. All right, I'll do my best. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mister Intellion. I yeah, oh. yeah. I'm sorry, but hey. If you would like to answer what your favorite or least favorite Pokemon, or maybe that we're wrong, you know, maybe you really like second gen for good reasons. <laughs> you can answer those on our Discord where you can find the link on gameravenreview.com. And we'll be right back with the main segment. See you there. back to the game raven review podcast with our main topic pretty much we found the most ridiculous indies that we want to talk about <laughs> and so we're going to start off with Taz. Taz, what is your first ridiculous indie game i think my first most ridiculous indie game uh is going to be octodad these are not saying they're bad games these are just like ridiculous the concept is crazy octodad you're you're an octopus who's a father but no one knows you're an octopus but you're very the only disguise is that you wear a suit and tie and i only played this like maybe a year ago for the first time ever i know it was pretty hyped up it was like not hyped up but like people enjoyed it people love the game i love the game but like and like the difficult part is like you have to like control every single appendage every single leg you have to like go grocery shopping you have to like climb up this it's like a it's like a weird platformer but with a story and you know start off on your wedding day then you go for dinner you help the kids make breakfast you're barbecuing you're making a mess right you're knocking stuff all over the place but no one but they everyone plays it off like oh you're so silly you know you're so clumsy and you don't even speak English. You're just like, you're literally like, 
that's 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 the protagonist's like voice is that's and no one understood like no one can see that this is just an octopus out of water chilling living his best life living the american dream what have you out of the ocean but it was just it's a concept that someone came up with it's developed by uh excuse me it's developed by um young horses right young horses they came up they pitched an idea they're like yo octopus who's a father of human children and they loved it went off on it made a whole game great game it's hilarious so that's my first game wow what a gift i this is this looks hilarious i feel like this game yeah is would be hilarious to play while drinking <laughs> <laughs> just get progressively worse <laughs> oh my god really you have to control each of his appendages separately it's it's more of like it's kind of like squidward he has one he uses one leg for an arm one leg for an arm and then two legs three legs for one leg and three legs for another something oh like that oh my god so yeah you have to walk you have to walk and then using one leg after the other after the other with different controls different buttons and then hand hand and then grab and then grab using your suction cups so yeah yeah <laughs> cool yeah it's great yeah, wow. i remember octodad was really big like four five years ago i think i don't remember mm-hmm. octodad came out but because it's like physics based and all that and i'm just like i don't i don't need that in my life like it's just like you say it just looks hard <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like uh, like those physics based games, I never really got into. Like um, what was the other one? Happy Wheels and stuff like that. I'm just like, eh, this is gonna take a long time. Oh yeah, oh, 2014. Wow, that's ooh, seven years ago. Wow, my back hurts. <laughs> back hurts. <laughs> right? Just thinking about it. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I guess I will go next. My first ridiculous indie game, which again. As Taz said, doesn't mean it is a bad game. More silly in my case. Mm-hmm. Called Chicken Police. I've talked about it before. I've played it before. Um, Chicken Police is, again, very self-evident. It is chickens that are police. Um, <laughs> in a very noir kind of feel. You know, she came in like a tall glass of water. And I wasn't <laughs> thirsty. And, you know, and you have these animals dressed up in very nice clothing. There's a cat that is russian eastern european um who wears like a really nice like dress who maybe flirts with you a little bit as a chicken which i also kind of appreciate you know like again doesn't matter what species you are love is love which i i'm happy for (laughs) um there is shooting there is mystery it's kind of like a point and click anyway cool you have to you know investigate you know this murder and you have to look around and be like all right well the you know, this dame came in here <laughs> only wanted trouble. And it's like, yeah, she did. <laughs> yeah, she did. And it's just like, it's fun. Like, the characters are cool. The, the atmosphere is nice. Like, it's, again, are there sloths that are going to be trying to sell you, like, the new drug on the street? Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. Is there some, like, smooth, slow jazz going on in the yes, background? all the time. All cool. The time. <laughs> like, all the time. Like, when you meet the cat Eastern European lady, she's, like, singing in this smoky jazz bar that you know that's connected to your wife for some reason and it's like oh my wife she left me three years ago I'm like, then she's not your wife <laughs> left you three years ago sir that's that's not your wife 
but it's fun. Again, you get your gangsters, you get, again, everyone like in just really nice clothing that, again, sometimes you're just a dog or a cat or you're a horse. And you can also get around being kind of racist by like, oh, hey, Mr. Ed. And like, of course you call me Mr. Ed. Ha ha ha. Because I'm a horse, right? And it's like, no. And, or like they, they also say, what was it? Like, you're so sad, long face or whatever. I'm like, oh, oh that. Why, why the long face? Wow. Right. <laughs> like, no. Okay. And it's like, just you see this man, like literally like day from retirement. Like it is, I'm literally two days from retirement, but I, I have to get this one last case. One last case for my wife. Like, oh, I hope you make it because <laughs> I feel like they're not like the stereotype of one last day with these again, very attractive cats and dogs and horses and other things that nature, you know, it's always cool. Like I said, I like the atmosphere. I like just talking to the people, you know, where you get all that flavor text from you and your buddy cop, who I think is married to like a dog. I think that's a chicken. I think she's a dog and they have kids, which I'm, like, I'm not going to ask how that works. That's fine. And it's just like, it's a good, like, I like the game. Like, it's, is it for everyone? Probably not. But if you like a good point and click, a good narrator, you know, you have a very, not complex system, but you do have to, like, answer questions, kind of like in the L.A. Noir kind of way, where you're investigating this thing. Hey, this guy is obviously lying. Hmm. And I have to pretty much prove that he's lying. And I like those kind of games. I like L.A. Noir too, for that matter. But sadly, you know, we're not going to get the L.A. Noir two that I want. So, so sad. So sad. But yeah, that is my first game, Puppet. What about you? Mine it also has to do with um, being animals in uh, somewhat similar situations. Um, it's called the greatest penguin heist of all time. Cool. It's ridiculous. This is a four-player co-op. And it's like a physics-based heist game. And basically, you just get together with your friends and you just play as a bunch of kleptomaniac penguins. <laughs> <laughs> just conduct all these, like, heists. And it it's just, it looks ridiculous. Um, it's online co-op, which is super fun. Um, and it's super customizable. Like, you can customize your character completely um, and you can unlock a bunch of stuff. And it's also like um, it's it's pretty open uh, gameplay. So there's like a lot of replayability to this game. And there's also like the physics based part is just really weird. Um, and you can have like custom items. And oh, Taz, you'll enjoy this. You can have a lightsaber. So <gasps> no, wait, as a kleptomaniac penguin. Yep. You can cool. walk around, you can, uh, you know, steal things with your lightsaber and be a little penguin. That's and awesome. yes, and it just looks ridiculous. Um, it reminds me a lot of, oh God, what was that movie from Madagascar, the penguins? Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's like that. And it makes me happy because I loved those penguins. They were so ridiculous to me. And, um, yeah, penguins are just the cutest little things of all time, and they just seem like such pure little animals. And to put them in the context of like <laughs> conducting heists <laughs> and having guns and like lightsabers and baseball bats and hitting people, like <laughs> cool. 
anyway, uh, there you go. It came out in July of this year. Um, and it's by that fish and that other fish. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh-huh. So there you go. That's, that's my first one. Smile and wave boys. Smile and wave. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Madagascar would not be a good movie if those penguins did not exist. Very Agreed. true. Very they even true. had their own show. They do. Yes. Yeah, they do have their own show, which is also very ridiculous. Um, all right. All right. And now let's go back around. Let's start again with Taz. Taz, what's your second game? Uh, second game is a game that I played on stream one time that isn't as innocent as I thought it'd be. The game is called Do Not Feed the Monkeys, developed uh, by Alawar and Fixturama Studios, Badland Publishing. Um, and uh, it, it was weird. Like, if I can get into it really quick, you're just some person at your computer. You're looking to make some extra cash, if I remember it correctly. Um, so you sign up with this kind of uh, anonymous and I'm using that as in like the organization type uh, people um, that that like are like, hey, do this thing. We have cameras set up for certain people. All you have to do is watch, answer these questions, like do some just detective work. But you're not a legit detective. You're kind of just doing this in like the 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 what's it called? Um, the dark web type deal. Mm. Um you, you, you still need sleep. You still need food. You still got to pay rent in your studio apartment. So you got to, you know, wash some dishes for a couple shifts. Um, but your main priority is watching this. And I was like, OK, this seems cool until like the more you start, you can. And so you kind of click on cameras, you click on certain things in the in the viewfinder type deal of like to get some clues, write down notes. And like what kind of really I remember this very vividly of like what captured my attention was that. Oh, cool. Like there's an attic. Oh, wait, somebody's like looking through the attic. Maybe he's like bird watching. No, this dude is like a stalker. And he what? like like captures like nudes of celebrities wait. to like <laughs> like leak and to like like put put them down. And it's super and it's super weird. And like they are the monkeys. They are bad people. You find out that these aren't just like like just random Joe Schmoes. These are targeted bad people. Um, and like, and then you like, there's this little like, uh, um, uh, little old man who's being taken care of by a nurse. You're like, okay, what's, what's, what's the deal with this guy? And then there's this like, like little old man who's getting taken care of by a nurse every once in a while. He's at his home. I assume, I don't think he's like in a, a home or anything like he's at his own place. But then you find out you do some deep digging into his files and stuff and you find out this dude did some serious like some bad things to a, a group like a lot of people back in his in, in his day. So even the, the context of like, oh, he's just a cute little old man. It's like, no, he is a, a rat, a rat scallion. A rat scallion. <laughs> he's a he's a bad man. And we don't we don't stand for mm. bad people in the game. Or in real life, so uh, like you kind of have to find a way to kind of make sure maybe he doesn't get his med. I think if I remember that correctly, he doesn't get his medicine or something like that. Like you have to, you're you're out there to get these people. That is your job. But you cannot feed the monkeys, which I didn't get far enough in the game to understand what that exactly meant. 
I think I mean, meant to like contact them or some kind of way. But yeah, it was just it was so it, and like, again, like these are ridiculous games, not bad games at all. And I think the 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 premise of that is like super real because it's like, yeah, like people do this. Like you can be walking down the street. You don't know Joe Schmo coming towards you and, he, you know, they're get, drinking a, you know, coffee and eating a bagel. Later, they're just going to do some very bad things. You know, they're just everyday people, though, and to the to the naked eye. And it kind of brought to my attention. I'm just like, oh, wow. Yeah, that that can happen. That is happening in the real world. And it sucks. And I'm glad I'm out there to kind of catch these people. But also, it's just like it got pretty dark really quickly within like an hour. So um, very ridiculous, but very interesting. And just a definition, Rapscallion, a mean, evil, or unprincipled person. I like that. Nice. I nice. like that. Rapscallion, it makes me think of a, a lizard for some reason. A lizard? <laughs> Yo, Rapscallion? I wouldn't want to name my lizard that. Like, oh, a little Rapscallion, come here. Yes. Evil doer. Oh, man. All right. So, I guess I'll go next. You know, transition. Um... My next game will be Poppy Poppy's Playtime. Again, it has pretty much hit all the YouTubers that care for like the FNAF series or um, Beneath the Ink Machine. It is a Spookum game where for some for some reason, again, some reason, you have been told, hey man, remember all those people you used to work with? Man, they disappeared. You have to now find them. And I'm like, why? It's like, I just, I just, why? Why? But why? Why me though? Mm-hmm. And again, like, why is this ridiculous? Because Huggy Wuggy, because that is that is his name. Oh God, Huggy Wuggy, who wants to hug you forever. Yeah, no, don't do that, kids. Um, <laughs> nope. You walk in like the first thing you see, like when you walk into the factory, because of course this factory is just abandoned and still here for some reason. Is like this, I don't know, tall as a house being that looks down at you, that if you look close enough, isn't twitching, but like the hairs on its body is moving. And when you look at the eyes, he doesn't have like one iris. He has several. And it's like, oh, they put people in dolls, didn't they? (laughs) Nope. Dolls. It's like when you see the dolls, like there's there's like these discarded boxes, and it's like it's kind of funny. Why are these dolls sad looking? I don't know any dolls that you would actually produce that would look sad. I'm like probably because they're possessed by like some person that died here. Fun times. And then when you go down a hallway and come back, that big huggy way statue, God. <laughs> it's like. Mm. <laughs> and it's such a quirky game because. Again, is it kind of like FNAF a little bit? Is it kind of like Bendy the Ink Machine a little bit? You get to a point where you see like this Build-A-Bear kind of station. And it's like, oh, this is kind of cute, I guess. Until you realize that this Build-A-Bear station has eyes and those eyes will follow you. And you're like, oh, is, is that thing alive? That might, that's probably alive too. Mm-mm, mm-mm. Fun! Again, like fun times. Again, great atmosphere, great sound design. Again, for an indie game, of course, that to me, like, it's turned into a bl- like a blurred line where it's like, it's indie. It's like, is it? Because this looks great. Mm-hmm. You know, even if it is like a 20 minute, like, again, it's an episodic game. 
So like the first part is probably like 20-ish minutes that you play through. But again, when you realize that Huggy Wuggy thing moved and then you start seeing like doors close on their own, it's like, oh, <laughs> oh this is silly. Because it looks weird. Like it looks like a Teletubby and a Muppet had a baby and also grew to be like big as a house. And it's like, okay, this is unsettling. And then you start seeing videotapes because, of course, there's videotapes. Of course, it's some kind of audio recording. So why wouldn't it be? Who, again, if you're at your job and they're like, "Hey, Taz, we need you to like record all your thoughts and prayers into this recording <laughs> for reasons," don't worry about it. Like, wink, don't wink, not, not. Don't worry about it. Don't read like, the bottom oh, line. It'll be fine. Right. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Like, you know, it just is it's something about the game that again, it's just dumb. Like it's it's again not dumb in a bad way. It's just like it's a big silly situation that you're in. Hmm. Where you're being chased by this giant Muppet while also there's like these dolls that I'm pretty sure just have human souls in them. Yeah. Like it's just one of those things where you, you like you get that moment of like, you know, the human body is just so <laughs> weak. I wish I could be like immortal somehow. Oh well, and I'm like, mm. yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Be be a doll, be a Chucky. Hey, Chucky's cool. He has a new TV show out. He's woke. <laughs> like he's woke. He's, he's he's a woke. Like you can be a doll if you want to. <laughs> I I don't know. Like again, talking about ridiculous indies. Like it's like why would I do this as a actual human being? Why would I come back to this? obviously haunted place where i can't leave like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're just stuck there with probably satan like probably something probably satan. equivalent to of you're gonna have a bad time kids and i posted a picture if you want to look up poppy's playtime and type in huggy wuggy you'll find a lot of good pictures that will Mm-mm. never keep you up at night Mm-mm. i don't like that nope. it also has teeth which I don't know why it has teeth. I don't like the teeth. Yeah, I especially don't like the saliva. Nope. Yeah. Can't do the saliva. Mm-mm. Yeah. And like there's more evidence that these, these are people. Because you know how the you know, United States says you'd have like 2,000 calories. For some reason, this place is like, nah, man, you should have 4,000 calories. Because, yeah. you know, gotta, gotta, you burn through those calories so much when you're like a giant Muppet, I guess. So. Oh, God. So yeah, I will be lovelyly playing that game until it finishes, probably sometime next year, because it's episodic and it's an indie game, and sometimes it takes a few months in between episodes. But I'm enjoying that, so hopefully, you know, it ends well as it starts. Now, Puppet, what is your next game? Well, I'm going to bring us back to some cute animals, okay? (laughs) (laughs) What's not cute about Huggy Wuggy? He just wants a hug. I don't know about that. Um, although this this next game, I wouldn't necessarily want to hug the uh, protagonist. Um, this game is called Wanted Raccoon. <laughs> and uh, my husband, Alex, uh, has been very excited about this game. And it recently came out this year. Um, and it's a raccoon simulator. And basically, you're this raccoon and you run around and you steal things. And you ride on a skateboard and you fight with people and you can like create stuff. And basically you are, um, you do all kinds of stuff. Um, 
the story here is that you're a raccoon and you lived this peaceful life with your family and classic people came in, destroyed everything. They invaded, they cut down the trees, they built houses instead, and all of your family was taken away. And it's very sad. Um, And so basically you are trying to get free from the shelter that you were in and you have to find your family and you have to find a new home. And basically you're just fighting back against the humans who uh, (laughs) took over your, (laughs) your home. And yeah, it just, uh, you also get to ride a skateboard. I don't know. It's just kind of a dream of mine to play as a little raccoon. And I know my previous game also had this, but like just being a cute little animal and like stealing stuff just sounds really fun. (laughs) (laughs) So there you go. That's my second one. Um, It came out back in March and it's by Mad Sprouts and it's still in early access, but it's gotten some uh, some awards actually um, back in 2020. So um, it's it's pretty legit. So anyway. This is Grand Theft Auto, but <laughs> raccoons. <laughs> but as a raccoon. And you can, like, customize your raccoon, like, wear different things and stuff. It's so cute. There you go. And he, oh, he's just adorable. Much different than your game, Sam. Yeah. But also, Death is here, because I, watching the trailer, he is, he is, oh, they, raccoon here has killed several people. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Like, again, <laughs> revenge. Revenge is on is the is the dish tonight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's what's for dinner. Oh, um God. 100%. Yeah. And the music is is epic too, which is hilarious to me. Um it just seems like it's, you know, really well done and I just love his big big old butt. You know, he's just a, he, this he little sees. Yeah, he's a he's a thick boy and he's just walking around and you know, he is just trying to take back his home, you know? Like <laughs> he's just trying to help the other creatures and everything and you know. Just go to policeman. Just go to policeman. Uh, yeah. Yep. Uh <laughs> also wearing glasses. You can wear glasses as a raccoon because raccoons need glasses <laughs> apparently. I mean, all the work this raccoon is doing, it probably does need glasses. Like, right? Why not? I'm seeing a video of him and other raccoons like taking something from, I guess, a construction site, which if I saw this, I would just walk away. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, those raccoons look really coordinated. All right, then. <laughs> like, do what y'all doing. Yeah. Are you building things? Oh, that's funny. Just built like yep. a whole windmill. Raccoons are like super smart animals. So legit though. Yeah. If they were, if they were doing something and they were super coordinated, I think raccoons really could, you know, this is feasible. This is, (laughs) this might happen, you know, like if raccoons decided that they were mad at us, they could figure it out. They could really, we could be in danger, you guys. So be nice to raccoons. Do you you have bombs? Why do you have bombs? (laughs) (laughs) You can get a crossbow. <laughs> so this is untitled goose game with just actual weapons, like actual vendettas. Yep. Without a badger mole, on oh, badger mole. And a real storyline. Like uh it got best narrative from uh what? Keep Calm Do Games back in 2020. So apparently the narrative is really great too. So <laughs> Wanted Raccoon. I and I love I love video games. 
<laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like he's like Solid Snake. He's in the box. Oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's adorable. And also very vicious. This 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 animal is out for blood. Yes. I mean, wouldn't you be? Like if if somebody some group came in and just destroyed everything and took your family away and terrorized all your friends? Oh, it's like um taken. It's taken with raccoons. It's t- taken with raccoons. <laughs> yeah. As a set of skills. <laughs> and a staple. Yes. I love that you can just like drag people's dead bodies like into the bushes to hide. Very them. strong. <laughs> like again, I don't Mm, my, I might be out of my belief now with this raccoon can and can do. I don't think a raccoon can take a full body. Maybe a I child. don't know. When you're powered by revenge, you can do anything. <laughs> yep. <laughs> there you go. Take your life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, all right. I gotta. I want to hear this narrative because did win best narrative. I just, mm-hmm. just want to see what what the raccoon gets up to. How many murders can I create? Yep. And Taz, let's move back around. What's your third game? Uh, my third game is very similar to uh, Octodad. It's called Manual Samuel. And when I, in terms of gameplay, and when I say worse, I mean it's just more extreme. Um, because, like the title says, Manual Samuel. Uh, Samuel, I I can't remember the beginning of the game. Like how it starts or how it happens, but I think you die and like death, who you know in a lot of media is shown to be this kind of dark, sinister character. Nah, he's like he's straight up out of freaking hot topic. You know, mm-hmm. it's got a black hoodie, wearing some shorts, loves to skateboard, sucks at skateboarding. One of those guys, and he he talks in like you know very modern he's like yeah you know it's whatever you want you trying to help me out uh and he pretty much gets you to um overthrow uh lucifer um (laughs) (laughs) but but so this is where the worst parts comes in you are in charge of charge of his legs his hands and his breathing oh what you have to remember to breathe so you have a different button combination to breathe constantly over and over and over again it's pretty funny because when you forget to breathe death is like yo yo don't forget to breathe dog and even drinking too you like oh you go get some breakfast make some toast and like orange juice you have to like bring the you know bring the juice up angle it and then like swallow you have to work on your swallowing what in the world? And then you, and it's not as like 3D formatted as Octodad. Octodad, you kind of just run around in kind of almost like a top, almost like an angled top down type third person deal. This one is more linear. It's more in the 2D style, like left to right. Um, and then you have to drive a car whilst, you know, still hitting the button combination to breathe. Death's in the back seat. You're picking up some homies. You're doing something. Um, and you have to like actively drive and, do that stuff and and it's a very like i did it in one stream it's maybe about maybe not even longer than two hours um so it's a fun like single run through uh type game and 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 like unlike octodad it's it it's very story heavy you have to do these things you have to do it and i think as a scene like death is like you i'm gonna do a kickflip and then he just completely bails and he just like wipes out um and then you know you go to hell 
I forget how, but you, you go to hell and then you have to like fight Lucifer and like overthrow him. And then you're in some kind of mech thing, I think. Um, still also, while actually, I think when you go to hell, you don't have to breathe because you're dead. Um, but uh, yeah, no, very, very similar to Octodad where you have to, as the name implies, Manuel Samuel, like you're, you're manually in control of Sam and his whole bodily functions. So good, good luck while you got a death who's not really that great at his job or at skateboarding kind of helping you out. It's kind of like the blind leading the blind a little bit. Um, but voice acting is great. Sam doesn't really say anything. Samuel doesn't say a word, I don't think. Uh, great voice acting, great story. Very ridiculous concept, though. I can see the inspirations, but it was definitely a good, a good, ridiculous game. Uh, it is developed by Curve Games, or excuse me, published by Curve Games, developed by Perfectly Paranormal and Future Lab. Came out 2016. Wow. Yeah. Watching the, I guess, trailer, video of game, control a lot of his bodily functions, pretty much all of them. Yeah. Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. You're and I saw the breath function, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Oh, that's that's annoying." <laughs> it's pretty funny. Like I thought it'd be like more annoying than it was. I mean, sure, it's annoying, but they kind of made it fun and like hilarious to deal with. So yeah, it was a good time. Puppet, I believe you have one more as well. I do. Yes. Okay. So my final game I uh, demoed on stream um, and it is called Duru about mole rats and depression. And uh, I, I mean, the name itself caught me and I thought that it was going to be this ridiculous, crazy game um, that was just silly, but it's actually a really deep story and really intuitive and like, um, it makes you think like basically you follow this little mole rat whose name is Tully and they like struggle with all kinds of insecurities and depression and issues with friendship. And it's, it's just fascinating <laughs> to be this little mole rat and you're just going around and you're exploring your little mole rat colony, like collecting food, and you paint pictures to create things. And like you see dark creatures around you that nobody else sees, and you're just trying to like keep it all together, right? And like keep people safe. And like it's, it's very, it just, it's, it, it, it really makes you think a lot. <laughs> so um yeah there you go it's it's just a mole rat with depression and it's a 2d adventure and um i i recommend it it's not quite out yet i only played the demo um and uh twisted ramble games um plans to release it in february of next year and i'm definitely looking forward to it um yeah there you go and even if it's not out yet, you can always wish list it. Absolutely. Bam. Wish list it, demo it. The demo is free. Um you won't be disappointed. You'll enjoy it. Um <laughs> uh, Yeah. 
There you go. And that will be the end of this podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into the game Raven Review Podcast. I've been your host, Sam. You can find me on all social media under Sam Said It DFW. Puppet, where can you be found? I am Puppet Master N. That's Puppet Master E N. And you can find me on all the socials under that name and on Twitch as well. I am uh, transitioning to a new schedule and have some exciting things coming your way. Um, so you're going to be seeing a lot more of me. So come check me out. And Taz. Uh, yes, you can find me at Taz C Devil 3 on all the social meds. Um, I stream on the Game Over Review uh, Twitch channel on Wednesday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Um, but I guess my main platform right now would be Twitter, where I post a lot of unpopular opinions uh, lately. So uh, hope to hope to hope to hear your thoughts on some of my rambles. And as always, you can find us on Twitter and Twitch at Game Raven Review. You can go to our website, GameRavenReview.com, and join our Discord link on GameRavenReview.com. Have a fantastic week, and until next time, goodbye. Game, Game